I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig girl. Like boom. Hey girls! Hey girls! Welcome back to It Girls Podcast, the best podcast in the world. Literally, it's been officially released, um, and also what's been officially released is Vicker Street is officially sold the fuck out, bitch. It's gone. Tickets are gone. I'm obsessed. I'm actually freaking obsessed. I'm shook. Shook. Shooketh to the core. It isn't the word. Like, I mean, but thank you to everyone who bought a ticket. We are so, so, so buzzing for this show. It's going to be amazing. We're currently in the works of getting some exclusive merchandise. Yes. I'm slaving away with the old pen down Louis to make some merch for you guys that you can get exclusively at this show. So it's gonna be lit. Just to thank you guys for coming to our biggest show and for really coming through with buying the tickets um, so quickly as well and just creating such a buzz, which just gave us such excitement about it. Yeah. So I'm we're dying. To buzzing. Show for buzzing. You. And for Cork girlies as well, we are dying for that. Um, we don't think we'll have merch for Cork on Forch, but we will be hopefully bringing some more merch on the road next year. So do yeah. not worry. Uh, hold your little tote bags tight to you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you obviously want to, we still have our merch store online. So there is, if you go on our website at uh, itgalspodcast.com, you'll be able to find any of our merch there so the not ours tote the wet and woke hoodies the wet and woke crewnecks they are all still available mm-hmm. and they are so damn cute i actually just ordered two more totes Lindsay got a new hoodie i got a new hoodie the black as i had only had the pink one the black one is so freaking cool i feel like ariana grande it's so it's you know, it's so it, like, oversized it's so venomous on it's like i know we're just we're talking designers i just love merch. actually i got um i saw a girl an it gals listener on instagram wearing the hoodie and um, also I've walked past a few girls around town like no way. it's so weird you're like oh my god you're wearing my hoodie yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like oh you're wearing the hoodie and she was like yes it's the sexiest piece of clothing that actually covers me I was like oh Okay. Okay. I need to share that, honey, because that's so true. Because <laughs> it's you a sexy jab? hoodie. It is. And we're coming into the colder months. It's already getting freaking darker. Yeah. So we're going to have to be wearing clothes again, which I is know. depressing. So depressing. Not that we have much of a summer, but anyway. <laughs> Don't get me started on. But if you want to cover up, it's still a sissy, sissy. Mm. Go get our uh, wet and woke hoodies because they're lit to the clay. And unisex, by the way. Lads love it. Me Lads, fella has anytime one. I, yeah, my fella wants one. Yeah, mm. you, you should get, I could see Jimmy in a little uh, pink one. Oh yeah, the pink number so for sure. The pink oversized. Um, Lads love them. They do love them. Evan, when I gave him his first, he was like, <laughs> he literally is always wearing it. <laughs> that is gas. He loves the black moment. I know him. Okay, I know him. Evan is an all black queen. All black everything. <laughs> an all black every time. Even the dog. <laughs> yeah, even Speaking the dog. of the dog, uh, the dog made a cameo in our new YouTube video, which you guys should all go watch. A little L. 
Um, so Lindsay and I always talk about this thing we have called a shag bag. We also call it a slut bag. We thought we'd be PC for um for, once. for YouTube. Um, but we basically run through what we bring for one last stand or a sexy date. So go yeah. on our YouTube and watch our new video. Thanks to everyone who commented on our last one. By the way, yeah, we the love comments. The make comments. Me horny. Oh my goodness, the comments. I'm like, keep them coming. I'm girls. like, I am Jeffrey Star getting comments on a YouTube video. I know. So please <laughs> subscribe um to our YouTube and like the video and comment it. Because apparently 80%, I looked at our stats, hon, you know me and stats, 80% of our listeners, our watchers on YouTube are not subscribed. Oh. So girlies, please just hit that notification, smash that button, baby. Ring that bell, baby. (laughs) Because we are going to be really, really trying and pushing ourselves to putting out um, really consistent videos and we have a gas one coming up. I know, Lindsay won't even tell me what it's about yet. I won't. I I have an idea because I'm doing the editing because Jenny does the editing of the podcast. So um, yeah, I have a gas video, which I'm dying. I'm dying. It's Jenny fr- doesn't know. I know. I'm fucking <laughs> dying. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a fun little vid, but um, it'll be out on Sunday again. So go subscribe yeah. so you don't miss it. Um, so Linz, I uh, speaking of YouTube, last night went on and watched uh, Outla Mode, one of our fave YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I watched his rundown of the Savage by Fenty runway show because this is kind of like. Uh, 360 for us on um, the pod because we've talked about Victoria's Secret first then we talked about their whole uh, controversy mm-hmm. then we talked about them apparently you know, cancelling the show and we actually called it once again we're fucking fashion geniuses we were like Rihanna should do one Rihanna should do a show and Rihanna did a fucking lingerie show and dear god is it banging Okay, I haven't watched. We love this guy Luke um, on Hotline Mode. So he is kind of like, well, he self-proclaimed fashion, fashion expert. expert. I think he went I to that college that Lauren Conrad did. Yeah, well, you know, he, he goes to um, uh, the one in uh, New York, FIT. Oh, right, yeah. But similar vibe. Fashion fashion college in New York. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, takes fashion so seriously, which is just the gases thing. But he is seriously knowledgeable, so it's actually gorgeous. Yeah. It's like poetry, the way he describes like fashion and stuff. I know, and you can feel so basic when he's like mentioning certain designs. And he's so bitchy as well. He has so these stunning bitchy. bitchy undertones. But what was his thoughts on the show? Um, it was just, I mean, I watched it because it was only available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is like obviously an exclusivity thing so but I'd say Annie, most of the stuff being put up on YouTube is being taken down so I was like oh this is a great way to see the little things oh my god it was so good I actually didn't I'm always like sceptical and I was like it's got to shite how gassed at the irony that she is like doing this like inclusive fashion show that's only available to people <laughs> on Amazon Prime I know. okay Rihanna <laughs> I mean make your money I guess but um yeah Basically, but I mean, yeah, I guess she's trying to be modern. She should have put it on like YouTube though. I think like make your money on Amazon Prime, then after a month put it on YouTube just for everyone to watch, just so everyone yeah. can see it, you know, that way. Um, but it was so damn cool. Like it was literally like, and like I was even someone who like, obviously the Victoria's Secret fashion show is so boring, but I still kind of found it kind of entertaining. I still kind of like guilty love of mine. Like, huh. But, I like, loved the fakeness of it all. Like the more yeah. like chirpily popping down the runway smiling at yeah no, Justin Bieber totally. whoever was singing in Sean the last ben. few years it's been shite but it was, there was a little heyday where it was still tacky but I still liked it like when Rihanna did it remember Rihanna oh, like that was amazing um, but the, fa- the Fenty one was so fucking cool it was all performance so it was all like huge amount of dancing in it which I thought was so smart because like it shows like you can move in all of her stuff oh cool so it just like it was so it was like 
insane like 15 20 dancers doing crazy dance but then all surrounding one model so like the model wasn't the only star like so I think it kind of went viral that Bella Hadid coming out in like the yellow which did look like fucking incredible on her yeah um but she just had like dancers all around her constantly and like the way the cameras were it's like obviously like she came down one part and then the another model came down another part of the uh, runway and like the set design was so cool one of my favorite bits was kind of a nod to Chicago like they had one of those big buildings with all the windows and then like different windows would light up with different dancers in it and oh, stuff deadly. so cool so oh, hold on did Paris Goble um choreograph it I think so, Paris yeah. Paris Goble is this incredible choreographer who um, she did, like, she's worked with basically everyone. And um, she also is, uh, she makes the most amazing music videos for herself. Like, they're all choreographed, like, incredibly. Like, all these amazing dancers in unison. So I remember seeing on her Instagram that she, I think she curated that part with the Chicago mm. anyway. I think she did all of it. I'm actually pretty she's sure she did it deadly. all. It was, it's so cool. And the set design was amazing. Rihanna does a little performance at the start. She doesn't sing, but hey, whatever. And she had loads of, like, celebrity like Migos performed so she had that whole element but she also had like I mean there was the whole typical like you know there was a model with prosthetics all this kind of stuff but you know what it actually looked organic like I was actually like she did it well it wasn't distasteful in a kind of like look what we have what was her last show when she had the girl who was in labor oh Woods. she was in it again looking tiny of course (laughs) triggering um but I think that was like she, I think that was just she just showed at Fashion Week, but this was like her first big televised kind of takeover, okay. and it was like an extravaganza. Like, okay. I mean, the I'm god, excited the, to just, watch Luke's run through. I mean, he love it. He's just like, oh my god, it's amazing. He's like, there's nothing I can really say. But he, the one thing that he did say, which I agree with, like. There was a lot of um concentration on the performative element, which was cool, um, but. There wasn't now. I actually I can kind of see where they came from though. There wasn't as much of a focus on the actual clothing, but then again, neither was the in the Victoria's Secret. Like mm. I remember in the Victoria's Secret thing, you're seeing these girls, you know, pop down in their wings. The only thing you could buy was the fucking shite bra underneath it. So yeah. it's more about selling a brand. And selling. the focus was on, um, say, with the Victoria's Secret shows, the focus was on the um, goddess bra, as it called. Yeah, the big yeah. push up. Which one. is like, obviously, no one can buy that. First of all, they don't even sell it. Oh, sorry, that you one. You know, the yeah. one that is like. Always worth millions yeah. and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess like it's about selling a brand. It's about selling like an identity, about selling kind of like buying into a brand. And if that was it, like. That definitely was such good branding because it was basically like Rihanna's shit is wearable because like a lot of it is like bodysuits. So like very much so you could wear with jeans or a top and like all these kind of sheer bodysuits. And there was a lot of stuff that was very wearable as in like she's selling like, you know, arm length gloves and stuff. I haven't even seen it and I want to buy it. I know. I mean, when you said the movement thing, because... I have massive boobs and anytime I like put on a little bit of weight or lose weight it goes from there or gains there so it's so difficult I love sports bras Mm. because they like contain the puppies but they're not like you can't wear dresses with them or anything like that so I'm totally gonna look where you have a couple pieces did you get it from actual Fenty yeah 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 I got it from their website and they have a thing not an ad guys I freaking wish oh yeah imagine (laughs) imagine but uh, they have it you know when you shop um 
on some websites and then you get the import duties or whatever mm-hmm. they have this thing called border free so you do pay import duties but you pay it before so you know how okay. much it is so you don't like get a package at your door and they're like 16 quid please I hate it when oh, that I happens hate that. you're like triggered to fuck you're just like that's as much as the sunglasses oh were my God. Oh. so this one I think there was like I think I got free shipping and the import duties were I can't remember they weren't that much and I got two of the bras and they fit very true to size and then my size doesn't fluctuate too much so I'm kind of always the mm. same um, but uh, yeah they're fab they're really nice quality I've washed them loads I wear them all the time really comfortable and they also which I thought was cool for their um, bigger bust sizes the bras change slightly which makes sense because it's like a bra that would fit my chest which is like a 34C sometimes a 32D like if you were like a G like you can't wear the same kind of bras you know mm. you need more maybe support up top or whatever so they, yeah. they do actually they're conscious of like the different sizing and in the show they did have some girls with like really big boobs which I thought was cool it's probably because as well Rihanna has fluctuated mm. in size and stuff like that which is just stressful with because like I mean say with when you have big boobs I remember last time I got um, fitted or whatever they were like you should get fitted before you buy a new bra because every different brands mm. different sizing your boobs just change and like when your boobs age as well they can drop and they can need more lift oh, or whatever I've noticed mine drop it's so depressing it's like it's <laughs> a lot I'm like wow I really have to have such a close relationship with my boobs to know how the hell to handle the things but when I was talking about this on Instagram everyone was saying um to go to Marks and Spencer's I usually go to Arnest's but I remember last time I went to Arnest's I got fitted and the option of bras, they had like three and they all looked like maternity breastfeeding granny mm. bras. I was like, why? I'm going past all the cute Calvin Klein, little L McPherson freaking bras. And then I'm like, oh, this is what I have available to me. Yeah. And but I do you know what? One of my favorite bras I ever got was Marks and Spencer's and it was sexy. Still have it. Interesting. So Actually, I'm going to pop in there sweet curlies. And I had it. I bought it in black and I bought it in white and I lost the black one, I think, in a lad's house. And I am. You know when you're just like I can't believe I lost that bra Remember it happened to me That other time with that guy I'll never forget that bra A bralette Because it was the like open oh. It was the front class Front class bralette from Topshop Oh Like Topshop was cool Peak bralette 2009, 8 maybe Oh my girlies Anyway Tell us if you've ever Anyway Another little celeb drama That I was actually like Reading mm. up on today I say reading up on As if I'm busy busy um, But I just find this So bloody peculiar So Aaron Carter mm-hmm. Is having a random Crazy meth meltdown It seems <laughs> It is mental His um, Brother Nick Obviously from Backstreet Boys And his sister Called Angel mm-hmm. Have just recently signed um, a restraining order. I saw that, yeah. I saw it with Nick. So he's come out like, um, Aaron Carter has come out like he looks so awful. Do you I see, mean, he's like been hanging out with Trisha Paytas as well. Like, I mean, they have a whole vlog together. Oh She's God. like, Sunday fun day with Aaron. He is on <laughs> God knows what. Like, he his face is so gaunt. He was, there's a show coming out about him. You know that doctor show in America? It's like where they like, you know, just talk about doctory shit. Okay. You know, there's like two doctors and Aaron Carter will come on and be like, basically, we think that you have this and oh. we're going to get you treated. Dr. Oz. It's like Dr. doctors. Okay, okay. So it's like they have a few different doctors and they have like a patient and then they, oh, mm. I think they like battle, the doctors battle between what the diagnosis is or whatever, <laughs> shit like that. I don't know. I've never watched it, but I will be watching the Aaron Carter one. Um, But yeah, he was on that and he's saying like, I'm clean now. Thank you guys. You helped me. But apparently he has like, obviously... Like he's just going on a Twitter meltdown. He's saying like, um, just bla- putting his family on blast, saying that his sister who passed 
raped him like what? before when he was a child their family's their family up, is so fucked because remember like um nick carter was going in with paris hilton and like beat the shit out of her what the fuck yeah so like she had like she said that nick carter used to beat her up she had all these bruises all over her arms and all that kind of shit and like i remember reading something about it before i can't remember where the fuck i read it. i think it was maybe an article when that came out and they were talking about the family and how fucked up it was like their parents basically the like, mom was an alcoholic yeah the mom's an alcoholic so the mom is actually going to be on the show i think with him because oh. i don't think like she has been a functioning well functioning she's been an alcoholic for years and years mm-hmm. and years she drinks like three liters of vodka a day I'm like, oh, when I look God. back at my Backstreet Boys days and I'm thinking of the innocence and Aaron Carter when he first came out I was like I fancy I him I was convinced I would marry him because I was so into Nick Carter because like the, I always say my sexual awakening was literally am I sexual like, yes I am I was like oh my god he just said the word sexual I know, and I yes I freaked. am sexual and I'm eight and I want to <laughs> get with you Nick but then his little brother came in and I was like oh here we go oh yeah here now we're we talking go. I could get with him because he's like 31 so he's basically my age yeah so I was like oh <laughs> what easy like I was convinced I was gonna marry Eminem Eminem I remember convinced. you saying that I also was convinced I was gonna marry Leonardo DiCaprio oh. and little do I know I'm probably too old for him I know how weird that he's such a creep I could I mean I guess he's just one of these eternal bachelors who, like, I mean then I always think I'm like if I was this like bachelor ass guy who just doesn't want a relationship and I was a literal millionaire I'd probably date the Brazilian beautiful models too I mean, no shade, Leo DeCap. I think his breakup with Giselle just fucked him up. I think I think he made that, and I also think he might be in love with Kate Winslet. Do you ever see them together? Oh yeah. And you know, maybe when she got divorced, he thought. And then she got got married to another guy who his second name was Rock and Roll. <laughs> like he changed his name. He was Richard Branson's son. Shut rock, up. Rock, mm, like N. With the rock and roll I think he's now since changed it But when they got married His second name Richard was Richard Branson So I would fucking oh, marry him With the second name Jenny rock and roll Hello Because apparently They got together Because Kate Winslet Was on one of Richard Branson's Like islands And mm. it caught fire And Kate Winslet helped I think she carried Richard Branson's Mother Out of the flames And that's how they Started their relationship Beautiful but celebs are just mad that's why I'm so obsessed with them like Aaron Carter is literally insane he's talking about his pregnant sister being or breastfeeding sister being like on blast on Twitter you smoke weed and you're nursing so maybe you should take a look at yourself (laughs) and stuff like that (laughs) apparently he was on FaceTime to his sister this is when she was like okay I need to really like he's been caught like he was photographed just going in buying a load of guns and it's like he has been diagnosed with like schizophrenia, like schizophrenia. like loads of. And it's like, hold on, what? You're going in a point. Maybe drugs? he's just like going through a moment of psychosis. Yeah, rather but, um, than even meth, because like that just sounds like psychosis. Like he's clearly it's like freaking when uh, what when you said Mandy Moore, Amanda Bynes was like going mental. Oh yeah, mind. Do you remember no, that? Hers wasn't drugs, was it? Hers is like psychosis. Yeah, so mad, Classic. but it's just crazy when you see like the truth as you grow older like just looking at them like you love Backstreet Boys I did everyone they were such a pure innocent little like the worst thing about them was when Brian had the freaking hole in his heart I was like oh my oh my god, god. was it Brian or Kev Brian Brian god bless that man I know remember they put it in the video oh what was that, vi- what was I that kind song? of remember show me the meaning of being lonely do 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 
Oh my god And, and I, everyone was like I'm gonna fill that hole And I was like Nights of light So soon we come I was a freak about Backstreet Boys Were like, you? I, I was more them. of a boy zone girl. I See I love boy zone But then I think Backstreet Boys kind of came up In their real heyday When I was peak I was probably a little bit too young To be obsessed with boy zone mm. Two years maybe And then Backstreet Boys came so big And I was like Fucking so into them And I, I I think the younger than me then Two years younger than me Was all NSYNC And I liked NSYNC But I was more Backstreet Boys like I, I was like, truly a five gal Because um, these bands would come out And I, I didn't really fancy anyone In Backstreet yeah, Boys yeah, Like yeah. I mean obviously Good looking lads Don't get me wrong <laughs> But like with five I was like hold on We're talking Jay Jay Ride We're talking Abs Ride We're talking Scott Ride And Richard Your love for English men Ride Yeah the gunman <laughs> And it's not stopping apparently. Um, we'll be talking about that on X Gals if you're interested, Gertie. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But for um, today on Ickals, we're actually doing a little Q&A. So we have two questions. We have two questiones. Um, Lindsay, would you like to start with your question? These are... Um, we got on our Tumblr, mm-hmm. so yeah, go to our Tumblr if you want to ask us some anonymous questions, because that's usually where we go um, when we're doing a Q&A. So we got this one, which we thought was interesting. Hey gals, love the potter. My question is, how to give a guy you're seeing pointers in bed? I don't want it to be awkward because the relationship is so new and casual, but also what's the point in casual sex if it's shit? I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that last question, Gertie. It's so annoying though. Do you ever get it where like you're... You, you might be starting to kind of shag your guy and you know it's cash and maybe mm-hmm. even the first few times the first few times like the fanny flutters can take over yeah. and you think the sex is like oh my god it's incredible it's probably because you're like so horny for them and it's new and then after like four or five times you're like oh I have to fake it all the time I think you can be forgiving yeah in the first like little while of seeing rose tinted ga- glasses yeah almost. and you're not used to them so the first kind of few times that you're seeing each other like I do, I do think would you agree that like there should be a kind of like like there can be a growth period I don't think the first time You hook up with a guy The first time you ride them Has to be like This is now The marker of how Our sex is going to be If there's been like A build up possibly If I, there's been a friendship before mm. And then you finally Ride And it's not great Maybe that's a bit more questionable But When you first met one, someone You're getting to know them You're just dating You don't really know them I do think Men can get nervous Women can get nervous You don't want to let know. Fully loose I Do you think disagree? <clears throat> for me personally like it doesn't have to be like the best sex I ever have and this will how our sex will be but like usually if like there's someone that I'm interested in sexually 
sexually. Um, sexual. Because I am sexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will be so horny for them that like this sex technically might have been amazing, but like I'll just like I'll have like the chemistry will the be passion great. is there. Yeah, the the chemistry. Like you've got good sexual chemistry, and like for me personally, if it's not there the first time, I'm like. I don't know like we could probably work on it but then again it's like why am I working on it with someone who especially in this instance that's like a casual thing it's like I feel that obviously sex can ebb and flow and say like relationships like long-term relationships totally yeah like you know some months someone could be busier and knackered or sick or who knows what stressed yeah loads of shit can happen and you have to that's so important in a relationship for the other person each partner partner so, so non-sexual yeah. each boyfriend and well yeah for, to be understanding yes. of that and like and you can work understanding that. To that that is the reality of sex like it's yeah. not gonna be a porno every time you're riding it there yeah. is gonna like sex is in conversation like with your body you totally. know so like I mean when I have been in long-term relationships my one like it definitely have ebbed and flowed like when we were getting on really well obviously the sex was better because we were on the same page but sometimes mm-hmm. we'd be like maybe going through some anger towards each other or one of us could be more stressed or whatever and it does affect Mm. your conversation into bedroom of course it would be weird if it didn't but I do but for me like those first few times you shag I don't don't think the sex has to be like you know I don't think you have to have multiple squirting orgasms (laughs) but like I feel like you should feel like a lot of sexual chemistry I get what you mean because there is you have to be able to differentiate then between you know what you maybe are expecting from sex and what like and how to see if it's actually that you just don't have sexual chemistry Mm -hmm. or that you know it's just you're just getting to know each other kind of thing because like it's happened me before with lads where like I have had great chemistry in a like one-on-one like you know when of course back to sex in the city when Carrie and Burger and Burger perfect we're great in a restaurant and he's like we're perfect in a restaurant and then like the sexual chemistry wasn't just there and that's happened to me with guys and like for me and it's just personal but like I if the chemistry isn't there in bed the first few times like I can give someone a break but really for me like the first time we shag if it's not like if I don't feel like whoa like so horny thinking about it afterwards or like if I didn't feel like oh my god it was so great to finally sleep with them I don't know if I'd be arsed really pursuing it because I'm just like maybe we're just not really sexually compatible because that can happen you can be fucking fire like friend vibes and fancy them but just chemistry wise sexually in the bedouin I think as well it's like you have to try and configure which I have when I was like dating and stuff I would be I would definitely give it like a few goals (laughs) to be honest I'd give it a few goals more than one go because like what I'm trying to understand sometimes or, or what I've found out when trying to figure out is he just nervous or Mm. you know does he just take a little bit longer to get used to having sex with someone new or whatever but sometimes it's just it's not even a chemistry thing it's just that actually you have different sexual appetites as well yeah like I've been with guys and dating guys where like you said like we're texting great we meet up we laugh the night away but then when finally it comes down to it and we're in the bed he's absolutely grand with it being a five minute thing and you know yeah not interested in sex in the same way I am and I it's kind of like what we've spoken before about like your love language and how like some people sex isn't a major part of the relationship like mm-hmm. they can give or take it it doesn't have to be great it just is a in and out job do you know what I mean but like I 
took a while to even understand that actually that physical um, aspect of a relationship and say even words of affirmation and like physical touch and all that is massively important in how I receive love it's kind of because I have been dating guys who definitely aren't like who maybe are really good at other things like say um, acts of kindness towards me or this or being reliable but like and they're all great but if it didn't have as well the like you know physical touch and the words of affirmation I was kind of confused as to Mm. whether he was into me or not so then I was like, okay, this is definitely something that I can take ownership of needing in a relationship. Yeah, and that's okay. Like it's it's and it's normal that sometimes you can meet someone and they're doing all the great things in other areas. But like, if you don't have the same sexual appetite, I would find that really hard. Or the same kind of like desires. Yeah, kind of. yeah. Like I mean, for me, it's like I need to. Which sounds so needy, but like it is just an important thing. I need to feel like the guy wants to ride me. Like you know, I don't want. I don't want Has, to be the one yeah. who's like, "Come on, blah." Like it's like mm. that just doesn't really do it for me. It's like I like to feel like the you know like for the first lost like, it after two seconds. Yeah, like for the first like if you're going out a guy for the first year, I think it should be kind of like it's basically sexual honeymoon phase. Completely, yeah. It's like he should be like you can't take your hands off each other. You're shagging at night and then you're shagging in the morning. You know that yeah. way. And it's mm-hmm. like and it, for me if that. That's not there now. It obviously doesn't have to be there like one hundred percent of the time every single day that I'm with you. But like, if it's not like yeah. a pretty regular thing for me, I'm like, okay, we don't really have the same sexual appetite. And it's such going back to this girl's question. It's such an awkward thing to bring up, and it is a really awkward th- thing as well in dating because it's frustrating. Frustrating when you're dating and like, say, you know, your friends or you've been in a long term relationship before, yeah. and then you're like, hold on, that's really fucking annoying. Like, I had to give up. Like, just it's kind of like the question. Can you be single and casually dating and having good sex? Which is like, are you only entitled to good sex if it's with someone that you've been with for ages and that kind of thing? Because yeah, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. not bloody fair. Yeah. Do you know the way? Um, and I do think that like, I mean, I don't know if you can bring up sexual stuff. Like I was dating a guy a couple of years ago and I mean, it was exactly that. We literally got on so well, same humor, same interests, like was dating it was really I really liked him but in bed it was just like we had total different ideas of like the importance of sex like he was not coming on to me I was kind of instigating the sex and that's my pet peeve you know there'd be a lot of soft moments going on so it was never really finishing and I was kind of like okay would you maybe want to like young guy to be dealing with kind Mm. of like that and it was just like okay and I was not in a space of being like, oh my God, it's me. Because I knew it was him. But it was just his lack of kind of interest in sex, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember kind of being like, how do I bring this up? Because like, I felt like we'd be lying in bed, not having sex. And I could just feel like these alarm bells. Yeah. And I was like, how is he not thinking of this? Because it was like the first, like we'd only been dating a short, short time. So like I said, like I need that at the start of a relationship to imprint like the passion and lust like I need there to be that like desire like you said can't get each other's hands off each other Mm. and but other people just maybe want the comfort like I think that he just didn't desire that like and I've had that with dating as well where like I that definitely is important to me especially at the beginning yeah 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 but other people just like to be really like comfortable with each other and able to like talk about you know deep stuff and whatever I'm like yeah yeah, just be deep or 
<laughs> in me. Be in me deep? Yeah. Or GTFO? Literally. <laughs> I don't think you can talk about it, but I think... So like she's even saying like sex tips. So she's obviously having sex, but maybe she's... Say, for example, to speculate, just to grow on the question a bit. If it's like they're having good sex because I've had it before where like say the first few times it's been great as in I've had those kind of like goggles on of like where's such good chemistry and we're gonna yeah and then like after say maybe a month of seeing each other once or twice a week I'm like okay I haven't really like come yet or, or it hasn't grown it's kind of a or like 10 minute or or like I time. came once the first, second time but like since then or like say for example I can find <clears throat> sometimes guys at the early stages can be really like outwardly into like I love giving you head and like they're like fingering you and they're really into foreplay but then like after like month three that can sometimes kind of fall off when you're like <laughs> or sometimes I find with dating men can be really like that's general but whatever I okay. mean we're being general who cares not me um so yeah sometimes I've noticed that like they can be like I'm really into this mm. I'm like to giving you head and you're kind of like but you're not doing it right so or, I don't give a fuck if you're down there for yeah. half an hour <laughs> It's not doing anything for me. So yeah. like I there needs to be that guy who's open. You need to have a relationship that's open to like being sexually explorative, but not just his own decisions. Yeah. Like I really like this, I really like for that. his own kind of It like needs ego. to be a joint thing, yeah. <clears throat> so like what would you say to her? How could she bring up say it is like a head thing for an example? Say he's like giving her head, uh, but it's not like getting her off. How would you maneuver that? Um I feel like say if it was the head thing for example you should just try and do it in a fun way because what you really don't want to do in bed is bring a kind of serious thing into it like you don't want to yeah. like put it off and be like I'm really not into that so like yeah. you don't want to bring mammy into the bedroom exactly. do you know the way so like I would kind of turn it into a sexy thing and be like how about we try it like this this time and then like however yeah. you figure out like whether it's like you being like I'm gonna open my legs and you're gonna yeah I'm gonna hold your head and yada yada yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know making it into a kind of fun playful thing instead of like serious not fun like sucking all of the sexualness out of it yeah I agree I think a good way to bring it up is through sexting Mm -hmm. so I think if you like get into like trying like bring in sexting uh, this is obviously like not everyone is into it but like nine times out of ten guys like it when but even like, get into it yeah try and push yourself because it is easier to sometimes say it when you're out of the bedroom yeah and, and you're gonna be like next time let's do this yeah like it's so easy to bring it up you could be like I loved it when you did this so for maybe compliment sandwich it a little bit okay yeah so like start it off and be like I love it when you I don't know whatever the fuck it is you know pin me down and <laughs> but you know what I mean and then they'll be yeah. like oh okay we're talking about sex and you could be like what I'd love to do next time is like and then basically in a sexy way explain how he can make you come by going down on you that's what I would do anyway and yeah. then kind of follow up on it when the boudoir actione is happening do you know what I mean? You don't have to be yeah. like, do it like I told you in the text. But Let's like, get the text out, actually. <laughs> I drew a little diagram. <laughs> so yeah, kind of be like, oh, that was so nice when we were texting like that. Something yeah. like that. Now, these things will feel not organic because it's strange. Yes. He probably is relatively a stranger. Yeah. And you're literally talking about how <laughs> and where to touch your clitoris with his tongue. But like, if you want the good sex, baby. Sometimes. If you want the good sex, you have to put yourself out there. And... I mean, also, you can tell if he's not reciprocative of that, if, he, if he's kind of like, well, yeah, gas, or whatever, yeah, not yeah, kind yeah. of like responding, then, like, you are going to be wasting your time and you yeah. are going to have to be dealing with, like, whatever shite shag he's offering. Yeah, because this is, like, now the limit of how good your sex is going to be. But also, thinking back to that episode or that um, couple episodes with Carrie and Burger, it was a great, great 
season because um, it was basically like, like that she'd been lusting after this guy for ages. They, She would have a boyfriend, he would have a girlfriend and then they finally hooked up and it was like, oh my God, the sex was shit after all yeah. this time. And Samantha was like, what was it? Fuck me once, fool on me. Fuck me twice, badly. Fuck me bad once, fool on yeah. me. Fuck me bad. No, fuck me bad once, f- shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fuck me bad twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. <laughs> but um, I remember Carrie saying that there was no throwdown, and that for me describes it so well. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can have kind of bad, like confused sex with a new partner. Yeah. But if there's that lustful longing for each other and the passion there, I definitely think it can be worked on. But if there's no kind of, if you're kind of just like at the end of the date in the bed and you're kind of like, oh, I guess we should shag. There's no like mm. lustful kind of ripping off of the clothes, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think there's not much to work on because there does need to have that lust for each other yeah like I think when you're coming back from the like if you are going on dates with this guy if it's not just like a sex thing or whatever like when you're coming back from the date it should be like freaking dying to tear each other's clothes off it should be like right I'm gonna go and brush my teeth get undressed and hop into bed yeah and we're going to just inevitably have sex because that's what two people do (laughs) do you know the way like if there's no that's the back vibe totally and like I mean, you can just, like, I mean, you're casually dating. It's pretty easy to go out and find a fella these days. Yeah. And so, people always ask us how. I mean, well, first of all, we have a triple X video on yes. uh, X Gals of how to. But, like, I mean, you have to put yourself out there. So, you like, with this text, if you want to start sexting or whatever, like, you do have to seek it and put yourself out there. You can't just expect a good old ride to come to you. And, like, uh, technically, if all you were looking for <clears throat> is good sex, like... I would argue it's be- it's easier to find good sex than a fucking boyfriend. Oh yeah, like totally. you can totally get like someone who you're just like physically attracted to, but his lights not on. You know, once you have those expectations of like this might not go anywhere, but like it's easier to find a good shag. So if you're with this guy and you're having a casual, you know, in brackets, sex with him, and he's he's not throwing you down, you can get that somewhere else. Exactly, on. because especially I actually think it's another Sex in the City reference, but ugly sex is hot. <laughs> Anthony to Charlotte because she was like because sometimes like when you're actually not that into someone you don't have these like you're not as insecure and shit yeah Yeah, so you're just like letting loose in the bedroom so like it's totally easy to find a good old fashioned ride but you have to question what you're looking for yeah and not in terms of like a relationship but in terms of your sexual relationship like what is going to make you satisfied Mm -hmm. and if he's not giving it and usually it is that it's your ideas towards sex Mm -hmm. it's like you can be really liking a guy fancying him, but he might just not be as sexual as you are. True. Or he might like a different kind of sex than you do. And So moving on to the next question. <clears throat> we got this on Instagram. Um, she said, Hey gals, me and my friends are 1920 and we are having a discussion about lads. They said they wouldn't be seeing a lad if they couldn't see a future with them. I was a bit shocked about this because of our age. And I'm more of the opinion that you can just be seeing a guy for a few months just for fun. But what do you think? Is there no point in seeing a guy if you can't really see it going somewhere? Or is it okay to be with a guy that you don't think is the one, but you have fun with them? Or maybe there's an age cut off. Love this week's episode about fuckboys. That was on uh, X-Gals, by the way. So, Linz. Okay, so let's break it down first. Obviously, these girls are a bit younger than us, but I think it's kind of relevant across the board. I don't mm-hmm. think it's only an age thing. I definitely think, I would agree with her that, like, as you get older, you might be less likely to kind of just be dating for fun. But loads of people do too. Like, I think there's definitely space for a bit of a, a laugh. What do you think? Well, also, still, it cuts off. It's the same with um, the previous question. Like, I mean, 
you're not always going to be getting the ride of your life, but you still want to be getting a ride. So True. you like may not be with the one, but you still want to be with someone and hang out and go on a few dates or whatever. Like, he's not the one, but he's the one for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I'm kind of conflicted in this because at a young age, like I w- was brought up in the church and I had it imprinted that like casual dating was, there was no point of it. Okay. There was no point in seeing someone if there wasn't a future. And mm-hmm. we always... You know, in youth group and everything, that would be the question, like, what is the point if mm-hmm. it's going to inevitably end? And my concern would be, like, if you are putting yourself in the position of casually dating someone and knowing that it's not going to go anywhere, you can still get hurt, regardless of, like, if even if you are aware that, like, it's probably not going to be a long term thing. Um, I would like, instead of thinking, like, way ahead in the future, as in, like, settling down marriage kids with a guy, I would be like realistic in like what I'm looking for now and if he fits into that because I don't know if there's a point in investing a lot of time in someone if you feel like it's just gonna disintegrate into nothing yeah I think I'm kind of the same as you like conflicted in a sense um I going back to your point about being hurt though I do think that like I think in the long run like in the long game okay say yes if you're dating loosely at like 19 20 up to like maybe 24 or so even if you're like, whatever, it's casual. Yeah, you will get hurt. But I think in the long run, if you steer away from these situations and you like don't go near any guy because you don't think he's going to be a boyfriend up until you're like 25, I think you have missed out on learning a lot about men and dating. And I think those mistakes are best learned when you're young. I think it's best mm-hmm. to kind of be hurt in those kind of silly ways and have fuck boys like we talked about the fuck boy episode on x gals and they were like unfortunately the only way to be able to get your fuck boy sensor on point is by fucking a load of fuck boys yeah so i think that like when you're young is the best time to make those mistakes because i made so many of those like not mistakes but like you know getting fucked over by guys getting ghosted getting all these things like happened to me when i was below the age of 24 and they were with guys that i probably was really into but that I definitely knew weren't going to be my boyfriend but I was kind of glad to have made those mistakes then do you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I think I've I've seen you know even through the podcast and through friends of mine kind of who maybe were in like say a really serious relationship from like 18 to 25 and then they're 26 and they're like so this guy like says he really likes me but uh, blah 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 and it's like you're like oh god you're getting fuckboyed and you're nearly 30 they're just not versed and you've no clue because they their only idea of a relationship was that lovely fella from school or whatever that like turned into this massive long thing um i feel like i mean i feel fuckboys and stuff is kind of yeah you have to learn about them but I do also feel it can go either way Mm -hmm. it can either go like say if you are young and you're dating around you're dating around then I've noticed some girls when they grow up are so anti-men because they've been fucked around for so many years they're like fuck men no don't trust no man don't trust no man all pigs so you need to have the balance between like I guess like why I mean in terms of like future and stuff I think what we've learned even through the podcast through friends of ours and just like you know general life experience is you can never bank on anything in terms of relationship. Totally. You can be like with this guy for years and years and thinking, Grant, this is me, done. And he changes. You change your mind. Mm. It doesn't work out. So I think to be constantly chasing your tail, thinking like, what is this? Where is this going? Is just like void because you don't, you don't know. know. You could be seeing a guy, like we hear it all the time, being like, oh my goodness, I wasn't even into him for years. And then suddenly we just kind of, 
made it work and here we are. I didn't realise he was the one. Like, I mean, relationships are so difficult to talk about because they're just so... Personal. Personal. They're so... Like, there's no moulds to, mm. to put around, like, anything in terms of dating. Like, I mean, we've even learned that from, like, say, the Boys episode. Totally. Because it's totally. like, hold on, you can just be blindsided constantly. So you can mm. be, like, with a guy and not thinking it's going anywhere and then suddenly you're moving in together and you're actually mm. worked it out or the opposite I, which is like you, you always hear girls like that like the other day find some guy and it's going great and they've been seeing each other like four months and then all of a sudden he goes quiet and he's back with his ex like you just you can't because you're banking on like that their understanding is your understanding when like you can never bank on that like what one person's thinking about a relationship even if he's so into you and like bringing you on dates and all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. you don't know that like is this what he does with every girl is this but he's just like oh she's grand for now and I do like again a sex and the reference but like I do believe in that thing I really do the older I've got the more I realise it is true that men have lights and when their light is on then they're ready to like have a girlfriend yeah. or not even like settle down but like even if it's a kind of of like um oh I'm ready to kind of be seeing a girl for like six months now we always say that like men are just better at compartmentalizing things mm. like so we were talking about Greg O'Shea the other week on x Girls and explaining that like you know everyone was kind of like calling him a fuckboy and those kind of things after he dumped Amber and I feel like he's just someone which a lot of men are they just are like okay I want to focus on my law and mm-hmm. going to the Olympics and then I'll think about a girlfriend when I have that done so I can actually sit down and work in a relationship yeah Grant. yeah totally so I think it's like girls are a lot more like job career what throw that away because I want a fucking man and we we just kind of I think we can also we're you know to not even be ba- bad about women like I think we're actually better at realizing that you can fit more into your life yeah. than you have than some men are just like no right now is the time to focus on my career they're more like single-minded like kind of more myopic like they just have like this single kind of vision and they can kind of every guy I've ever dated has been like that like like even if it's like with a project or something with work it's like they just put all their focus into one thing and I'm like okay you're letting all the other shit go by the wayside but women are I think better at like multitasking and juggling and realising that like my life doesn't have to change just because I've got a fucking fella like but I do hear a lot more women expressing that they are looking for a girlfriend rather than men saying for a boyfriend (laughs) rather than men saying that they are looking for a girlfriend men are I very rarely have I heard a guy looking being like I'm really open for a relationship I've heard a few of my friends saying that but like my fat boyfriends versus my girlfriends uh, my girlfriends are pretty much always looking for a fella literally yeah even they're if they just, say they're not they're like I'm not really looking for anything right now <laughs> but I do really like him but I cry myself to sleep because <laughs> you know that like say if they're like seeing a guy like we've all had that girl where she's like no no I'm seeing him but like I'm really not looking for a relationship right now like basically aka me like a few months ago it's like really not looking for any relationship right now but it's like but I think everyone it knows that like if it got to that point you'd be like you'd go well I think them. it just comes from even like the way that like it is like the media just like show men and women like obviously we get spinster or mm. freak she doesn't have a boyfriend like if you're where men get like bachelor they're independent they're yeah. like career focused like so many times like who are we talking about um oh when we had joanne mcnally on the podcast and she was saying like there was um or in her show she was saying like i have this aunt who is successful mm. amazing career gorgeous house all together and everyone in the family always refers to her the one that didn't get married she's like mary never, had never got married never had kids never had kids and it is that way it's like but you never would hear that from a fella very rarely so yeah, i think yeah. that is why like we're buying into the whole like pretense of like how success and women is kind of like it's just seen as successful for women to be keeping a home to be having children and married yeah and maybe also having a little bit of a career but mainly our success is definitely 
celebrated by and arguably you know maybe more women seek that as success as well do you know that way like I mean I think it's not only a societal thing from the media I think like before the media did that that was also well I think it just goes hand in hand yeah exactly it's like chicken and egg it's like what came first women wanting babies or like Mm -hmm. the fucking you know obviously it's like there's 100% uh, a double standard in the sense of how society in general sees single men and single women mm-hmm. and like even you know for the example like of like if there's a young guy and he's like I always hear you know he's just having fun he's just having fun but like the girl they're just kind of like no would you not be looking for a boyfriend there but that's just another day's fucking argument like if you're but going back to the girl's question like I do think that you can engage in like a little kind of fling a ding and be like this is just fun and we have fun but I don't like see him as like even boyfriend material or even like wanting to kind of I think that if you're wanting to have fun and I think the best way to kind of move forward with this if you are like 1920 and you're not thinking about like the future the best way to kind of keep things casual is to just like keep it a little bit separate and not kind of ingrain it into your actual life. So like I notice like women who are like casually dating someone, but they really, you know, they'll introduce the guy to their parents. They'll yeah. like bring him around all their friends. So it's like, okay, hold on. You need to have those Bo- uh, boundaries. Yeah. Like is he your boyfriend where he's a big part of your life or is he something casual that you don't really see going anywhere? Because you need to separate the two. Like you yeah. cannot have like a casual guy hanging around your mom, getting on really well with no. your mom because that then like paints the picture to your people who you care about in your life that like he's more than that and even just for yourself it's like there's, that's more involvement in your life as in so that when if and if it does end when it does end because you're seeing it as ending if you're going into something seeing like okay you know and obviously these things can change but say if it is a thing where you're like I never want this guy as my fella having him around your friends and having him around your family like it just interlinks them more with your life and it just means that you're going to notice them more when they are gone. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you have a guy around who's very, very casual, even if you're like, oh, I'm not going to introduce him to my parents, especially if you're that young, you mightn't, but like, don't be inviting him out on the girls' night. You know, don't be having him like, when all the girls are bringing their fellas, don't invite him or even just try to keep it, you know, have a little bit of indulgence fun girly chat with your friends but try not indulge in that obsessive kind of like I'm mm. going out with John o tonight and like oh my god he just texts me because it just it, the way women's minds are worked I feel like we can speak things into existence sometimes especially like, in a group oh god yeah because it can just enable you to go spiralling down we always talk about that like literally your brain is a muscle and like if you let yourself like think cray cray about fellas you will become like you will you will become your thoughts you can trick yourself into liking guys from how much you kind of invite them into your life and your thoughts and stuff so if you are like casually seeing a guy just remember and meditate on that word casual Mm. because there's just no point in having the two things like there's no point in like oh I'm casual I don't really want anything but he is 90% on my mind all of the time kind of thing and he is what I talk to about my with my gal pals my mum knows about him if he's then he's just not a casual person in your life and you know it's I just think we need to be able to because there's like we don't really have like labels on dating anymore Mm -hmm. like dating is really confused right now like we saw that like with the Love Island people when they're coming out and they're doing their interviews and like they're on the This Morning couch and they're like so Maura and Curtis are you together now and they're like no not officially but kind of officially but we're seeing each other exclusively it's like what the (laughs) fuck are you on about (laughs) you're on TV everyone is going around I know you're on TV you're Instagram and you know you're rimming each other probably god yeah. knows what but I mean it's like you're not making any sense she, she defo rims oh yeah he loves it but um I'd say 
it's just it's so confused so like we now I think as a society have yeah. to kind of reconfigure what dating is because mm. like back in school it even made more sense like when I was in school you'd have like meeting yeah yeah, yeah. oh I'm just meeting him like yeah. it's not serious I'm just kissing him yeah when I was like in you know first and second year or whatever like that now I wasn't going near anyone but my friends were doing that you know what I mean yeah, but yeah, like yeah. now we're just like free free basing and I think it is especially with them um, I think a, 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 something that I find girls do make a common mistake of is not choosing to kind of not listen to the signs that the guy is giving you like I think and myself included like I've been with guys who literally from the outset have been like not even just to me like just so you know like they've been like I'm not looking for anything serious right now I'm actually just mm-hmm. kind of being really casual dating and a lot of the times as I said myself included have been like yeah 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 oh yes yeah, so, totally yeah same totally but in your mind, you're like, I can change your mind. Or you'll listen to that. You'll listen to that, the bulk of what he's saying. But then yeah. you'll invest into say, oh my God, girls, he's out with his guys. And he just texted me. Yeah. What the fuck? He's clearly mad about me. Like he's out with his guys. Or, like I didn't even think I'd be getting yeah. a text tonight. It's like, listen to what these guys are saying to you. Because I have known girls. I've been the girl. I've heard it from the podcast. Or where like the guy is literally giving you what he wants. Like He's, he's telling set, you. He's, telling he's revealing you. himself to you. Yeah, he's and literally you're just saying, choosing to like ignore it yeah keep the shades on yeah keep the shades on and look there is always I mean when I started seeing Michael Michael was literally like I don't want anything serious I don't want a girlfriend I don't want to be in a monogamous thing now it did take like two years for us to get there but I was kind of in hindsight you know like technically putting myself through the ringer a bit by being like but he'll want to be with me you know that way and that like those two years like probably hurt a lot more now obviously we got to a point where we were in a relationship but like I, I wasn't listening to him and that's not fair because like we we put this out here so much that we're like I want men to tell us what what's going on in their mind. Sometimes they do, and they're just extremely upfront about it. And we're like, whatever. <laughs> I think it just creates a challenge in our a challenge in our brain when yeah. a guy is saying like because I do feel like that happens in dating talk as well. Like when you're seeing someone first like mm-hmm. casually or whatever, a lot of the time like when I was dating, um, a lot of the time the first dates you're talking about your previous partners or your exes totally. and you hear like men a lot of the time and I know from like my girlfriends when they come back from dates they're like apparently he never takes his girlfriend here or he doesn't do this with his last girlfriend or he didn't like that about her and mm. you can see them comparing themselves to this ex and wanting to kind of be greater than that you know the way and I do think that's just a female thing like I've totally been like that mm. where I'm like hmm we always compare this I think is now a fun little challenge women for me. compare constantly you know that yeah. way so but, but men also because they don't because men don't like speak the same way like I feel like the same way kind of I just feel like men don't talk to men the way that they that women talk to women Definitely. so when you're on a date with a man I feel like a lot of the time men really like disclose loads mm. because they find comfort in the being able to speak to a woman in yeah, yeah, yeah. way because yeah, like yeah, we yeah. don't judge we let them you know cry on our shoulder tell us about like with men they're totally. like oh you're still with Catherine nope oh no she's with a melt anyway grant done yeah. do you know the way so yeah. I think men love being able to talk on dates like that indulge a little bit more and that's why I think men take you know usually it's more difficult or it takes longer for them to actually get over a relationship because yeah. that was such a big part because when they don't have that woman in their life a lot of the it time it takes a lot away where we have our girlfriends where we can offload. indulge cry obsess over things like a lot of the time like guys I know I mean Lindsay even said like we think that I don't think men ever really fully get over their first love and like not even in the sense of like that they're still in love with them but they still have some sort of like connection like mental kind of like that you hear when you they start talking about them it kind of triggers something in them that you're like whoa you still have some sort of fucking unfinished yeah. 
person is. Like, it imprinted on most their guys on, life. Most guys I know, like, there's always one girl that they talk about and you're like, oh shit, you should probably talk to someone about that because like you're still kind of angry yeah. about it or you're still upset about it or you're still kind of felt a bit done over by mm. or, or even just kind of like, I don't know, no matter what way they're talking about them. But to go to, I guess to end this question, I don't think there's any harm in indulging in something that you see as like a fling that's not going anywhere mm-hmm. however keep your head screwed on but I do think the older you get when she said about the age cut off I do think the older you get it, it, I, I would agree with you in that sense Linz where it's like what's really the point in investing a lot of time and energy into some guy that you literally know is not going anywhere and it's all about how much you put into it. It's a difficult thing as well because it is just kind of look at the draw. So like you can be like, you know, in a position, especially as you get like older, where all of your friends mm-hmm. have partners. Totally. So like you don't have people to spend your weekend with or even like they might only have a short amount of time to give you at the weekend because mm-hmm. they're like with their boyfriends and you don't have anyone in your life that is like someone that you want to be settling down with or the. <laughs> it's just not happening guys mm. aren't you getting fuckboyed around you're not getting texts back or you're not fancying anyone whatever the reason is and you kind of just need to fill the void and I do think sometimes we're like okay well I'll just get I'll just see him for a while because what else am I going to be doing but I think I totally fell into that little trap where I was like oh I just kind of like you know I'm going to the events and all my friends have a fella so I'll just yeah he'll do for now because I can kind of bring him along and kind of play have someone around yeah but I think we have to just be able to like see beyond just mm. that like regardless if you know you are maybe the odd one out in your friend group like there is other stuff you can do with your time and you have to maybe be just a bit more creative with your options instead of just wasting your time because like it totally can get to a phase where like you're casually seeing a guy for four months and you spent a lot of time with him and a lot of investment that could have been put into a hobby or making new friends making new friends or you know just spending learning how to be by yourself at a weekend and not needing to go out or yeah you know get lit or get a shag yeah you know like there's other things that can be maybe more valuable with your time than just randomly feeling like I need to have someone to kind of keep up with you know the Joneses you know like even like when you meet up with your friends at the weekend you're all talking about lads like there is more there's more you can do Mm -hmm. and so I would just totally casually dating is fine and stuff but it's just casual is the main part yes keep it casual and that's all really girls yeah so thanks for listening girdies um we will be back next week another episode another sexy sexy episode (laughs) we got new mics by the way (laughs) so we're figuring them out but uh thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back next weekend next next week bye Bye. i love you bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.